Hey creatives, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Creative Podcast. I'm Ashton, your host. And today we got to get creativity out of the box. We got to rediscover the creative parts of our lives. And to do so, I'm bringing on a very special friend, Dane Voorhees. Now I said Dane, D-A-N-E. Not Dean, not Dalton, not Donnie, not Dan. Dane Voorhees. Dane is one of my best friends. Dane's a pastor in Colorado. He's also a musician, photographer, and highly, incredibly highly sociable person. Sometimes even so, to self-describe as a pest. Dane and I are really good friends, so enjoy this hopefully interesting conversation. We'll find out if it's interesting, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, someone thinks you're interesting, so. Um, but I like to start everybody off with a, a pretty easy question. Okay. And if you can't think of one of these, I'll fill one in for you. But what is... Uh, I, you can pick three words or phrases. Okay. And um, describe yourself to someone who's never met you. Three words or phrases to yeah. describe myself to it's someone. Like three who's bullet never met points, me. and you can use a word or a phrase. Oh man. <laughs> um. Gosh. <laughs> That's hard. It's hard when I preface it with, here's an easy question. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, super easy. Thanks, Ashton. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe look dumb at the beginning. <laughs> uh, I I mean, one one word that jumps to my mind is like energetic or like fun, something in there. Yeah. Uh, because I just, I like to do things. I like to be a part of things. Yeah. I like to... I mean, even today, what did we just go do? Yeah, we. Uh, I took today off while you guys are in town, and so we went up to Flagstaff Mountain in Boulder and just took pictures of random stuff. Ashton drove my car. I took pictures of it on mountain roads. Yeah, but we like, didn't just, like, take pictures. We, like, drove up to a random snowy, like, out overlook and climbed on large peaks and then just, like, <laughs> randomly zipped drones, like, over our head super fast. And yeah. then we're like... Ooh, Dane got a new car. Let's take some pictures. So we're like literally parking your car <laughs> in the middle of a, a road. downhill mountain road. It's like not it necessarily awesome. dangerous, but it isn't specifically safe. We'll see if the pictures turn out or not. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of the way it goes. Yeah. But, you know, that's, we, it was fun. We didn't really have a plan. So yeah. Let's just go do it. So, and I, I'm not like crazy, crazy spontaneous, but I will do it. I will just hop on just about anything or I like mean, go with just about anything. I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't necessarily use spontaneous, but I think fun was right. Like energetic fun. Yeah. Like you're just down to have a good time, hang out, do something fun. Yeah. Yeah. That. yep. That's all right. Give me another word or phrase. Um, I, I think loyal is a, a yeah. word that I think of. Um, I'm, Especially like with friends, with mm-hmm. with work, with stuff like that. I'm gonna stick with people that I care about yeah. and have invested in. That's true. Because um, most people know I'm not the most. I've I've had some growing up to do. <laughs> we'll just say it that way, you know. But we've been friends since high school. Yeah, long time. You know, so. you're probably one of the only people that knew me in high school that I still talk to, yeah. and vice versa, maybe. You're one of the few friends that I've screamed at and we've remained friends. It, that's gone both ways too. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, roommates in college. 
Yeah. So we have a long history. And traveled in a band during traveled, that. So yep. we were like all, there was basically like maybe two weeks a year that we weren't together. Yeah. Actually, that's not even true because we'd come home to basically the same place. Right. Yeah, it was kind of kind of funny. All right, I'm going to fill in the last one. Okay. Because I don't, hey, I don't want to, I don't make you struggle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I came up with two good ones. So yeah, those are good. Yeah. Those are good. Um, but I just, I think people see you as friendly, mm. and I love that one because friendly isn't necessarily uh, nice. But I think it's a combination of that fun loyalty that you kind of described yourself with, mm. where it's like friendly. It can mean approachable. It can mean um, engaging. It can mean conversational. It can mean all these other things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think, you know, cause you're a pastor, that's a pretty good, both skill and natural ability that you've refined. Yeah. totally. Um, that's, that's super great. And so one thing I wanted to ask you about was how do you, uh, <laughs> how do you take it, uh, an environment? Cause it's not like you walk in and you're just always like, this is great. I can't wait to be there. You know, yeah. sometimes you're not in the mood to hang out with people. Totally. Or you're not in the mood to to be friendly. Mm-hmm. But so what do you do when you're like, you know, I think I need to bring that to this environment. How do you use creative thinking to sort of be like, how am I going to bring the best me to this? Because mm. you do. I've seen it. Yeah, I think that's a good question because that is, it can be difficult at times. Yeah. Um. I think part of it is just like having a social awareness of what is happening. Mm. Um, Like kind of understanding the dynamic of the group or like the people you're with, um, which can be difficult. um, And as best as you can though. Yeah. Just kind of like understanding a little bit of what's (laughs) going on for me when it's the hardest is when I'm, in the middle of something or busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, let's take a Sunday morning, for example. I'm uh, I'm thinking about a ton of stuff on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning, but I also want to connect with people um, yeah. and hang out with people, especially in between services, before and after, all that stuff. Um, and so I, at times it can be difficult for me to run around and actually have meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. And so something that I've done just super practically is just give myself time. It's like, mm-hmm. if I have 20 minutes, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to commit 15 of those minutes to hang out with people and to actually go and have like conversations where I'm, I'm asking questions that I really want to hear the answers to. Yeah. And not just like, Hey, what's up? Oh, cool. See ya. Right. <laughs> Gotta go. Well, and that's so difficult. <laughs> we were joking about this the other day. Uh, cause when we, when we traveled in the band, we did a lot of youth camps and conferences mm-hmm. and there'd be kids we'd see, uh, one summer to the next, but it'd been a whole school year, you know, mm-hmm. been in college, done a bunch of gigs in between and people would be like, you don't remember me. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know, that's a really easy skill. Cause we were both pretty good at like getting to know the students at the week, but totally when you have, you have four and a half, five days to hang out, know some names, and then you can just kind of you know, do the Etch-A-Sketch thing and shake it. Yeah, And then exactly. you just start over and you draw another picture next week, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> but in <laughs> in being an adult and sitting still and being devoted to a community, it's like you have to listen to the answers. 
totally yeah which is really hard it's a hard shift it is hard especially like on a sunday it's like i'm listening to the answers i'm trying to like log them in my brain yeah but then in five minutes i'm on stage and i'm having to think about the song and a Mm -hmm. speaking moment i have coming up yeah and so it's really challenging to keep that log in there and i'm not i'm still really working on that i'm not great at it shelby my wife is actually amazing at it and i'm very jealous of it she she has a great memory and like Mm -hmm. doesn't forget people Mm -hmm. um i wish i had that skill to like not forget people's (laughs) names but it is actually kind of fun we have like a little system and she'll notice (laughs) if i'm like struggling (laughs) and she'll be like oh hey steve yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. That's great. How's your wife doing? And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> Steve and Penny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have a system like that, but we probably need one because I frequently like know somebody, and then we'll be together in public, and I'll just start talking to them, and I'll completely forget that like they haven't met my wife. And so then, like, we'll just start talking, and she's like, "By the way, I'm to uh, you know, I'm like, oh." <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, but then it turns. I just turn it into a joke where it's self-deprecating. Where I'm like, I'm an idiot, ha 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 ha, you know. Yeah. But it's like it doesn't have to go that way. Yeah. You know. I I've done that many times. Also, <laughs> so don't feel that bad. Yeah. No, I don't feel bad. It's just the way it is. That's true. You don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. So is that sorry not sorry? I feel like that's a double negative. So yeah, no, you're not sorry. Yeah. But I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be worth something. Yeah, exactly. It, hey, that is it's, worth it's something. It's 10 cents, maybe. Yeah. It's not a whole dollar. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, like the social environment of a church uh, and, a, you know, a larger gathering, too, is like so different. You know, and now with COVID, mm-hmm. that's been changed for a whole year. You know, and here yeah. in Colorado, like it's funny because, you know, back in Missouri, we, like I sit at a coffee shop most days, yeah. And I mean, you wear you wear a mask in. You order; it's no big deal. But here, I've noticed like dining just kind of opened up. Yeah, and most coffee and shops are still closed. Coffee shops are closed, and if they're even the ones that I've seen around here, like downtown Ziggy's, they had like four tables. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's limited. but it's so it's like you're not going to get a table. Yeah, you know, someone's going to get that, and then camp out and make someone pay them to get the table you know yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like they're gonna <laughs> scalp the tickets kind of thing yeah and uh yeah so anyway you know you go from a highly social thing and now so there's a new level of creativity you may not even have an answer for this but what are some things that maybe you could even anticipate it's like when we're gathering when people are more comfortable that masks mm-hmm. are off their faces we can see each other like what are some of the ways that you think you might find maybe growth or even be like, well, this is so refreshing in that social environment. Yeah. That's a really good question. I've been thinking about that a lot, especially because are you guys gathered on Sunday mornings again? Yeah, we are. Um, but masks are still required, like all that stuff. Is it different capacity or anything? Yeah. It's, it's way less capacity. Um, so that's been challenging through all of COVID because it's like a, you don't see people's faces. And Mm -hmm. so it's hard to, remember even what people look like right um so, so now there's another layer of why i forgot your name exactly and then obviously like social distancing and stuff you're not like in people's faces or like in their bubble yeah. um and so that that changes things also um so i think it'll be i i found this when we when the church opened again and even we had a limit limited capacity it was one of those things where i was like out of practice of like <laughs> 
doing that and like yeah. getting to know people that I don't know or like introducing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first like month, I was just like, I don't even know what to do with myself, <laughs> yeah. which is weird for me. Yeah. Um, when a conversation is a two-way street. Yeah, exactly. So even if you become skilled, sometimes you might have to be compensating for how someone who's not as skilled in something like that. And then they've also had the distance thing. Yeah. So now they're like real awkward. Totally. You know, so you have to kind of like, you either both have to accept, this is going to just kind of be weird. Yeah. And even sometimes just saying, hey, this is kind of weird to see everybody. Yeah. You you talk about it. But. Totally. You know, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of creativity to be had there where it's like, it's not necessarily problem solving. It's more just like maybe creatively changing our expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't even know that we would think about that. Yeah. I expect to show up in this place and have this experience. Yeah. Whether it's a a restaurant or a church or Mm -hmm. your car, you know, whatever. Yeah, totally. So when that stuff changes, just be willing to change your expectations, I think, could help you be more creative. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of it comes down to, this is an ultra creative, but just being willing to like go talk to someone that I don't know and just put myself out there, yeah. which is, I th- it is funny because you, you talked about me being friendly and approachable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's generally true. But as someone who's on the stage almost every Sunday, That can tend to be like a barrier. Um, People are intimidated to talk to you. Um, And so I'm trying, I and I'm still, this can be challenging for me, but it's just like going and just talking to people, especially like if we're talking about social awareness, you Mm -hmm. can look at a lobby and notice the people who seem not out of place by how they look or whatever, but just out of place by how they understand, how they're standing, standing, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff, or how they're kind of right. Not looking around, not yep. talking to people. Or and they're so, noticing how tall the ceilings are. Exactly. Or they're they're just kind of looking like around. Looking around for the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. And so I, I'm trying to just go talk to those people. Yeah. Um, and it can't, like you said, it can be awkward. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also just kind of how conversations go when people meet anyway. So yeah. it's like, how can you make that something that is... Really, you are being vulnerable for yourself so that they can feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. That's really true. what you're trying to do and th- so yep. that they feel welcomed. Um, mm, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. It's like putting yourself out in the way of harm or in vulnerability's sake yeah. on behalf of someone else's comfort or to initiate in a, in a kind way. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And which is it, it's almost funny because it's not like crazy vulnerable, but it is. Yeah. Um. Because you have no idea how that conversation is going to yeah. go. I mean, there's only been like one or two times and it's usually like a kid with a really bad attitude that's been like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, sorry about that. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know if I've ever had anybody say that to me verbally. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. But usually it's like, you can pick it up pretty quick <laughs> yeah, and I tell. will make an exit out of that conversation. Unless yeah. it's like, I think there's a difference between somebody being like, I don't want to talk to you and a difference uh, and somebody just like not really sure what to talk about. Oh, sure. And so I think that's another thing to feel out and be like, yeah. uh, like, is this, is this person, Yeah. are they just not sure what to say or mm-hmm. do they not want to talk to me? And usually I don't try to piece out of a conversation fast. Yeah. Like, well, people, either way. After like one or two awkward, like what should we talk about now moments? Like 
it's usually fine. Yeah. People kind of go, eh, it's fine. They're cool with the silence after that. Or maybe they actually have a question or they find their magic token to get out of the conversation and move on. But then the next time you talk to them, you already have something to work from. Totally. You know, which is super nice. I think also just like a practical thing on this is having like a couple go-to questions that you ask. (laughs) Yeah. Even for even for family gatherings or totally like any social environment that's like not normal to you, yeah, ha- exactly. Yeah, having a list of like I'm going to ask these things, and it's not like a note card that you're like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you pull it up and you ask the question. It's <laughs> right. just like usually at Rocky, my church, the first thing I I ask if I like after I introduce myself is like how long you've been going here. Um, and that usually opens the door to many other things. Yeah. And so it's way better than, are you new? And then their answer is no, I've been here for five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause then that's it, like, Ooh, yeah, that's rough. And I've done that and it's rough. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's the nuance to the question that says a lot too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's cause I think that's, it's really like a more caring question too. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like, hey, how long you've been going here? Mm-hmm. Oh, three weeks. That's awesome. I'm so pumped that you're here. Right. Have you met this person or have mm-hmm. you heard about base camp where you can like learn more about this place and get right. plugged in? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, you have some routes mm-hmm. that you can kind of open up the game board for them to make a move. Yeah, exactly. Which is a yeah. funny way to put it, but it's true. It's like yeah. uh it's opening up more Right. I mean it'd be like going to a restaurant and they sit down and then they like a wait waiter or waitress comes up to the table and just looks at you. Yeah. There's no menu. They don't say, hey, how's it going? What can I get to drink for you? Like if they just walked up with their paper and pen and just stared at you. <laughs> or said, hey, my name's Dane. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, here's a menu or what yeah. would you like to drink or today's special is. You know, it's like you have these things to kind of give people some direction of like, here are your next possibilities. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that, and that's the same thing with any conversation is. You know, give people some options, even, you know, and we're talking about a specific, like you're a pastor at a church, you know, people are, it's a community, you know, this isn't necessarily all that it is, but essentially it's kind of some sort of business or nonprofit that's built around community. Yeah, pretty much. You know, which, you know, that there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, there is, there is something about that where it's like the thing that we kind of offer is community. Mm -hmm. So if you just walk in and you're like, Hey. And just like say nothing. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Yeah. You happy? Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. Like, did you just ask me if I'm happy? I think <laughs> it's, it's like, really, it's like, weird. it's communicating that people are welcome and mm-hmm. it's communicating that you care about them, really. Even mm-hmm. though you don't know them, it's like you do. Yep. Um, because I'm ultimately, if you way boil it down, it's like, because God cares about you, so I care about you. Sure. You know? Um, and just having a simple conversation like this yeah. can open that up. So, it's true. but then the second piece to that is the follow up. Like if I just walk away and I completely forget, and then next week they come up and talk to me, and I'm like, I right. don't know who you are. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that it it prove it does nothing. Right. It actually probably like goes negative. Yeah, that's true. In that in that place, so right because then they're gonna they're gonna be vulnerable to talk to you because they they assume oh I know that person exactly, and then it's like you give them the cold shoulder. You know, yeah, or I just usually not I on purpose though. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, totally. It's like I just cannot remember yeah. anything about what yeah. we talked about. So I think there's a lot of those little social environment things that help. Like, you know, when people come over to our house, we always try to have music going on the Alexa or something because mm-hmm. it's like walking into a new house. 
that you've never been to and then it's just quiet <laughs> or it's like maybe there's an animal or kids running around, you know, whatever noises are there. Yeah. But music has this ability to kind of like allow the silence to be okay. Yeah. So it's like a, a, a pro tip to having people over to your house that are new. <laughs> play some music. <laughs> play some music and maybe something that people don't think about. Like, yeah. don't play top 40 hits. <laughs> maybe avoid cursing. Maybe avoid something that people are going to be like, oh, I love this drum beat. And they start drumming, you know, yeah, and then totally. they end up being the awkward drummer kid who's like patting everything <laughs> and tapping his foot on stuff. That's me. Yeah. I but it's that. like, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, personal attack. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. There's this uh, ramen place in Denver that we like. Mm. Um, it They do the opposite of what you just said. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like cold. It's not cold, oh. but it's like the music's pretty loud, and it's usually like pretty like heavy drum beat stuff, like oh, yeah. R&B-ish, but I freaking love it. It's like, yeah. I don't it's know. It's a vibe. It's such a vibe, but that's very different. It's like, you know what you're like. Right. That's what they're doing they're creating this vibe when they're not trying to be your friend no exactly they're doing their own vibe thing but again yeah i think that's that's the same point really is you're creating a vibe yeah you know you're making it comfortable totally you know it's not 40 degrees in your house it's also not 90 degrees in your house yeah <clears throat> old people i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly now, i have this fun friend he was like joking about how he's going over to somewhere for the holidays at one of the elderly people in their family and their house, he's like, it's literally like Christmas vacation because we all wear tank tops and shorts because it's so hot in their house. That's hilarious. And it's like, you know, grandma and grandpa for them uh, keep their house at like 85 or something. It's oh like so gosh. hot. I feel like if my house gets like above 71, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened in here? Yeah, I have like a one or two degree like in my inside my house that I can handle the shift. Yeah. It's like in the winter I can handle, you know, 68. Yeah. But any any colder than that I'm like, yeah, it's actually kind of cold. But any warmer than 72 and I'm like, "Hosanna, help me, Lord." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like melting, sweating. <laughs> so funny. Like, why are you sweating? Like because I'm fat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like I'm just sweating. I just run hot, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh we had the we had this one uh, a group of friends that we'd hang out with and uh I feel like this just always happens but um there's people who are freezing cold so they have blankets and then there's other people who are like in shorts and sandals mm -hmm. who are like still complaining it's too hot mm -hmm. and so you all kind of find your spot in the room where it's like oh this is the cold corner like dibs yeah exactly you know? I just think that's so funny it is but so funny anyway don't really want to talk about temperatures anymore hey it's you know sometimes you just got to talk about that kind of stuff but that reminds me of today's sponsor no I'm just kidding there's no, <laughs> there's no sponsors nest brought to you <laughs> yeah we do have a nest it's pretty nice I would love to have one, but uh, my house is 100 years old, and yeah. I don't think it would love it. I mean, literally, though. Literally, it's 100 years old. <laughs> it's oh, Coming sorry. Up soon. Yeah. It's either 100 years old this year or next year. I can't remember if it was built in 1901. I mean. Or, or, sorry, 1921 or 1922. If someone's 98 years old or 99 years old, <laughs> you're not like, oh, one of you is older. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. There's a threshold where it's like, yeah, you're north of 80. We can tell. Like, the numbers are. We're glad you're here. Yeah, you know, we're glad you're you're alive and you're with us. But yeah, totally. We don't know how old you are anymore. Yeah. Um, but. So yeah. Anyway, I wanted to uh, throw like a very generic ball 
and is just it, see what you swing at. How generic is this compared it, to your first question? No, I mean it's so <laughs> it's like the most ultimate generic thing. Okay. Uh it's I mean, I guess it's not ultimately generic, but it's focused a little bit. So what's like uh what's something in your life that you find like creative solutions for? Like, for instance, uh my dad is the classic put some duct tape on it kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's classic duct tape but WD forty um creativity where it's like, you know, I don't know if you've seen the chart. I think I showed you the chart the other day. It's like, does it move? If yes, then and should it? And if no, then should it? And then basically yeah. it's it can duct help you to do duct tape or WD forty. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's straight up my dad. So <laughs> anyway, hilarious. what's something like that? Not necessarily like a product, but What's something like that in your life that you're like, you know, actually, I feel like I have had to discover some creative solutions here, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, I have a couple of things that I'm thinking I could prompt, but I want to see what you come up with first. Yeah, I have a, I have a few things in mind. Uh, the first, actually, this isn't the first thing I thought of, but I'll just mention it. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's kind of funny. So I, I just got that new car, but my old car, um, served me well and I also hated it because I was so <laughs> done with it. Um, but I did something stupid with that car and I was at a Target and it was it's a Civic so it's low and I pulled up too far on the curb and I knew it because you could hear it real bad and then I backed up and I pulled the bumper <laughs> off my car <laughs> which oh. was so ridiculous and I was so mad. Oh gosh, I, I don't get mad. Like it takes quite a bit usually to yeah. get me pretty mad and I was so mad. Um, but anyways, so fast forward, I was like able to like kind of pop it back in place and it was super expensive to get it fixed. And I was like, I'm not going to do that on this car, but, uh, it like fell off on my way to work one morning, Oh no! like on a Sunday morning driving and it was just like dragging on the road. I just, it was like, (laughs) and so I like kind of barely fixed it enough to get to the church and back. Mm But then I was like, how am I going to, what am I going to do with this thing? Like, I can't, I'm not going to take it to the shop because that's going to be so expensive, but I need to fix it. Um, And so I, at first I used like cable ties, like literally just like the. Oh, like for. Material like that you. Like Velcro fabric ties. Exactly. So I used some of those and it actually worked for a while. Hmm. Um, But then they kind of like started falling off because they're not made for that. So then I just ended up like. I used a bunch of zip ties that I had for something else, yeah. and it's been rock solid ever since. That's great. And so, then you got tired of that car and sold it and got a new one. Yep. Well, I'm about to sell it. That was a whole other fiasco. But anyways. Well, it's done. It's almost done. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fine. What's, I, what's another thing? You um, said you had a few, so. Yeah, I have a few. A lot of them are kind of gear-related. Um, gear as in camera or music? Both. Or, like all okay. of the above. Yeah. Um, I remember, this is a ghetto version um but i remember when we were in the band mm-hmm. and we wanted to start running tracks yeah uh we didn't really have a way to do that um yeah. because we and had tracks no being like pre-recorded music yeah pre-recorded that music kind of like makes it sound more like the album rather than yeah just few live people it enhances it a little bit yeah but to do that usually everybody's using in-ear monitors so you can hear a metronome and yep. like a guide to keep you all on track yeah so if you've ever been listening to a band and you hear this sound and then it's like chorus two three four yeah that's what the band hears in their ears kind of ridiculous which is really funny when you see them with their eyes closed and their hands open you're like someone's literally going 
chorus too. Three, yeah. you know, in their ear. So, it is so anyways. funny because I've used it for so long that I yeah, you don't think about it. I don't think about it at all yeah. uh, unless we're off, and then I really right. am thinking about it. Anyways, I'm not here to talk yeah. about tracks, um, but I remember I had this interface that like. It, just like that thing to send audio to yeah. the speakers and we didn't have any in-ear monitors. So I remember I rigged this stupid thing up with a bunch of random adapters from like Radio Shack. Oh no. That Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember Radio Shack. <laughs> Not Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're out of business. I think they are. But, <laughs> but I remember it was like, I was like, we need to get this type of cable to this type of cable to send to the speakers. And I don't know then if that's need... creativity or being cheap. <laughs> well, we had no money, so you had to be it's, creative yeah, with it. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Because um, I was like, we need to do this, but we can't, legit, we cannot pay for it. This was the summer when we were like, we'll be like if we have enough gas to get to the next place. Yeah, it was a grind. It was a grind. We were like 18. And but we had money for Chipotle. It's just priorities. That was No, we didn't go to Chipotle that summer. We were going to like McDonald's and it was like, okay, you have $3. <laughs> Spend yeah, it well. <laughs> Chipotle was like a couple years later. Anyways, I remember like I put together all these super random adapters. It was so sketch. Like it, there was no fail safes. It was like, yeah. Very likely that it was going to go out. And the way I got it to work so that only our drummer had like the metronome and the cues. Yeah. And I got it to work by half pulling out an adapter and gaff taping it. The worst. Which is so stupid. And so you should sketchy. never, ever do that. Just like give plasma or something. Like get money to buy the equipment you need. <laughs> yeah. um, Phone a friend. Yeah. Call your grandma. But I remember I was so proud of because it, was, it wasn't working. Yeah. And then I just figured out like if I just pl- yep. unplug it halfway and gaff it right there, yep. it'll it'll do what we want. Yep. And it actually worked for that whole summer, which is a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of those sort of like technological things mm-hmm. where whether you're you know working on zoom over covid trying to figure out you know totally lighting or whatever else audio uh or it's you know working on music gear or you know whatever camera gear or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah you end up running into a ton of like how do i fix this without spending more money because i'd like yeah. to just do this project or make this work and not think about how everything i do costs more money yeah, totally. Eventually, it, you know, you end up having the right gear, but yeah, and kind of work for it. Yeah, you know, which it makes you, I think, more grateful when you yeah. have the gear too, because you grinded it out before. That, that reminds me of like those videos where it's like five camera hacks in ninety seconds or whatever, and it's like people wiping Vaseline on their camera lens and <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, taking styrofoam and like punching a hole through it and then <laughs> shooting photos through it. Yeah, and it's like super ghetto if you looked at the behind the scenes but, but it looks awesome then the final product's like actually that's pretty legit pretty dope yeah so i i do love that kind of creativity totally which i think is sort of that blend of how creativity makes our worlds go around mm-hmm. and fine arts yeah because fine arts is you know a very specific kind of creativity totally uh, but i just love seeing the other spaces that it that it works itself into in our lives because it's like I think a lot of times that's what inspires people to write books or yeah. tell their story or have the courage to write a song or totally. even do the fine arts expression. But it's but it's because every single person has this creative itch in them. Yeah. And sometimes people are really good problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are you know really good like at creating new and fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily like I wrote a new song. Sometimes it's yeah. we create a new tread on the tires that get better grip. 
Totally. That's not fine arts, but that's creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is, uh, I, I do love that um, because it it's super cool. Even people that say they're not creative are are super creative. It's just in oh, different yeah. ways. It's not in like music or photos yeah. or whatever. Um, I have a, a friend who, he's an engineer, is the guy I was telling you about yeah. earlier. Um, he's super creative. Yeah. Um, and he... These days, he helps us out at the church a ton, um, whether it's like welding something that we need. It's a good skill. Like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. That we need like specifically designed for something. Or he actually built like these camera rigs for us so that we could optimize our roving cams on stage for Sunday morning. That's great. And it saved us a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And also like he loves it. So It, he really enjoyed it too. Well, and again, going back to the fact that a church is a community, mm-hmm. you know, he was able to offer what he's good at to the community totally in a way that not only makes him proud, but is actually helpful and benefits the community. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is like my personal favorite expression of creativity is how did you make your community better? Mm-hmm. Like I, nothing brings me more joy than seeing somebody realize how they contribute. Totally. I love it. Well, it gives people ownership and yeah. empowers them to to move forward and yeah. to know that they ha- are valued. Right. It's like they see that they're cre- they're creative and therefore they're happy that they were created. Mm-hmm. It's like that's so like I just love seeing that, even if it's not in those terms. Mm-hmm. Watching the the puzzle kind of come together, even if it's not complete, it's just really cool. Totally. One other thing, uh, kind of on these lines. We did with our our team, our creative team at the church. We went on a retreat a few years ago, and Nick, who heads up our team, um, led this kind of exercise. But it was he had this list of creative types, mm-hmm. and they were all extremely different from each other. Mm. Um, and the exercise was like you figure out kind of where you land, maybe yeah. like your the ones that sit highest for you. Sure. But it was really cool because uh, most of the people on our team were all different. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. It's like that's Sounds creates like a, a good, good team. team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's like not all of the people were the ideas people. In fact, yeah. I think we had one ideas person sure. that was just like, I love cranking out ideas. Yeah. Um, and then there was people who were like, I love that because I'm really good at helping add on to an idea and expanding it and doing all this stuff, you know. I've heard it reduced into three categories, which could probably, you know, expand from this. Mm -hmm. But essentially, I've heard it reduced to builder, fixer, and optimizer. Oh, that's cool. And so you have people who are good at ideas. They're building new things, Mm -hmm. but they maybe build it up one story, and that's about all they can do before they go, I want to do something new. Mm -hmm. And so those are usually your, you know, people ideas people yeah. and then fixers are your duct tape people but they're also the people who make it happen mm-hmm. if they if you give them whatever timeline you give them yeah they got it it's cool totally and then your optimizers are going to be the people who fine tune make sure that when you show up it works every time mm-hmm. and make it great it's that last 10 percent of sparkle totally you know but yeah. essentially you have three types of people and I, and actually i heard it described as everyone has all three but essentially oh. you have a stack so you have a primary, a secondary, and then one that you don't do. That's cool. <laughs> very often. Yeah. And I, I really liked that framework for it because it's like, I'm actually an optimizer, but I don't mind fixing. Yeah. But I hate building. Like, yeah. I hate starting new stuff. Yeah. It's so frustrating to me. 
I just, I'm not the ideas person. Yeah. But like, that's one of the reasons that I love doing a podcast like this is I just like enjoy seeing the way other people's the, the way other people tick mm-hmm. like just seeing the ideas that come out the passion like what when somebody gets super stoked about something mm-hmm. i'm like come on bring it let's go yeah totally give me some more <laughs> you know, i, w- <laughs> I want to awesome. see that in you, you yeah know? totally i love that that's super cool so one last thing i wanted okay. to ask you about before we wrap this up yeah you are a very extroverted person <laughs> yes and uh your wife is a little bit more introverted yeah both very nice social people yeah but they probably had some uh some complications as you got married and figured out how to hang out with friends every night or last nights yeah (laughs) Um, for sure maybe just share some insights with about that where it's like hey you know we found a language that works or we found like actually you know creatively i need more people time and creatively i need more me time you know what does that look like because I think a lot of us run into whether it's working or our siblings or parents or spouse or whoever yeah. is much different than we are. Totally. It seems like opposites attract. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, it's funny. Um, well, when we first got married, it was super hard Yeah. because I think I was just used to going, 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 going yep. all the time. Um, and I was like, you can do it. <laughs> like it's not that hard Come on, everyone has a limited energy right yeah exactly <laughs> um and i remember this one night it was we had been going 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 and she was like doing it with me we yeah. were like doing all this stuff um and then i remember it because it was after a staff christmas party i think mm-hmm. it was the year we got married and we were on our way home and she's like i can't do this anymore <laughs> she's, she's like we've done something like nine nights in a row <laughs> oh my god and i just need like time to myself to recharge yeah. um and i i still do not like i'm still learning but now that we've been <laughs> yeah. married for almost 6 years like yep. i i understand a lot more mm-hmm. that it's that's just who god made her to be yeah um and i think the cool thing about it too is that since we've been married, uh, it's helped me slow down also and right. realize that it's it's actually good to rest and it's good <laughs> to like hang Who'd out and yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it is funny too that the longer we've been married, um, and I think this is just this is how it goes. Like you just yeah. learn and grow together. When the older you get, you're just more mature. Hopefully, yeah, you know? yeah, that too. But it's like it's okay if I go do stuff mm-hmm. and she doesn't come. Yep. <laughs> Or vice versa, you know? Yeah. Um, it's okay if we don't have the same friends sometimes. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's exactly. Like your friends don't have to be all my friends, and my friends don't have to be all your friends. Yeah. And even, you know, you can see your family 10 times a year, and I'll see them six times a year. Yeah. It's like, I still like them. I just don't want to see, I don't want to do family things 10 times a year. Yeah. Because, you know, but it's like, you know, there's all of those little things yeah. where you end up finding, you find a pattern. Totally. And I think the funny thing is like at the beginning of our marriage, it wasn't that she didn't want me to like go by myself. Yeah. I think she was actually like, yeah, go Please do leave. it. <laughs> but I was like, no, I, wa- I want you to <laughs> right. like come with me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so yeah. we, it, I guess you just, we've just figured it out. It's like, yeah. she's like, hey, I need some time. It's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm a pest to the extreme. So sometimes <laughs> she has to remind me often like, hey, I'm trying to like recharge right now. So just, <laughs> yep. just let me like, right. Be for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and 
also she was like, okay, I'll, I want to go do things with you too. So let's just figure that out. Let's like plan some stuff. Let's make sure, you know, we're, we're hanging out with people or we're going and we're going to hike one day. Tell me when, and I'll make sure my battery's charged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) don't just throw it on me after (laughs) I've already crossed empty, you know? Yeah. I think there's space for spontaneity and and space for like planning. Mm -hmm. It really is all just, you know, finding a balance. Yeah. Finding a way to be like, I'm me, you're you. How do we do this together? Yeah. And again, that's that's not just even in a marriage relationship. That's anything. Totally. That's like, you know, when if you're in high school, you live with your parents. It's like it actually takes creativity and conversation and communication to be like, listen, you guys are different than me. Mm-hmm. I need more space or I need to be able to see people more often, you know, whatever it is. Totally. Um, and so it's just I think that's one of those like messy parts of community. But if you figure it out, yeah. it's actually like super rewarding because some people need help being having courage to get into social environments. Mm-hmm. And other people have absolutely no problem with that. Totally. But then they have, you know, on the flip side, some people don't rest very well. Yeah. They, they like go, 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 go to distract themselves from, you know, maybe even subconsciously from thinking mm-hmm. or feeling or whatever. Totally. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's just one of those community things. I think also one of the things that I realized, and it took me probably way too long, and I'm still not good at it, is that to love Shelby well, I have to love her the way that she receives love, which Mm -hmm. is very different than the way that I do. Yeah. And And we all try to give love in the way we want it. Exactly. That's just inherent to the way we are. Yeah. Is you try to give the way you want to receive. Exactly. But (laughs) it's kind of like... That's not how it works. <laughs> no, and it's super hard. Um, and I again, I'm still like learning. But in the moments that I'm able to do that, it's serving her well, and yeah. it's solving this problem at the same time. Yeah. That like how we're different. But again, like I said earlier, the cool thing is that we help each other. Like, yeah, she's balanced me out, and I think I've balanced her out a yeah. little bit as well. And sure. so that's a that's a fun thing. I think also. Uh, we, we don't have to dive into this, but when we learned the Enneagram, that also really yeah. helped us because I was oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, that is why yeah. you think that way or whatever, that's why you do that. Whatever tool it is, whether it's Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, or even totally. just like counseling, mm-hmm. self-awareness is the main thing. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm this way and you're a different way and we both now have self and others awareness. Mm-hmm. So whatever tool helps you get that totally is the thing. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Enneagram was really helpful for us too because- you know, for anyone who is an Enneagram person, I'm an eight, which can, can be difficult to be around sometimes because it's the challenger. So yeah. I'm always like questioning if someone actually cares about something. Yeah. And then my wife's a four, which is, um, I should know this. I'm going to get in trouble for not saying it off the top of my head. Uh, the, do you remember? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm so awesome. I, yeah, you're super awesome. <laughs> Killing it right now. Oh my gosh. I can't think of it it's right now. It's basically like the yeah. more artist, uh, more in tune with their emotions type of person. Mm-hmm. And so... And I'm a seven, which and is... And then you're a seven. Motivated by doing fun things. Right. And Shelby is a one who... Yeah. The refiner is what mm-hmm. I've heard it called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which so, is... A, yeah, that's a good term for yeah. it. So she's Someone, very good at details and very yep. good at planning and yep. executing. Right. So yeah, anyway, we're all... You know, the four of us even just to, just to show there's four very different people. So mm-hmm. even the way that... 
you know, Taylor and I relate is much different than you and Shelby. Totally. But it, you find your ways, your pathways of self-awareness and others' awareness to make it work. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I want to ask the very absolute last thing. Okay. Where can people connect with you? Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. What <laughs> yes. is it? Okay. You're not on Facebook, right? I'm not on Facebook. You, I have a Twitter. You, I have not even your, opened it. You erased your... Uh, your computer chip, the the devil's mark of Facebook. I tried. We'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. It's yep. just my name at Dane Voorhees. D a n e v o o r h e e s. Wait, I thought it was Dave. Dune Voorhees. Dave Voorhees. Yeah, exactly. Donnie Voorhees. I legit get called something different everywhere <laughs> I go, and I just accept it. If it starts with a D, I'm like, cool. I just like Dave. I just think that's great. Dave Dave is actually really common. I get Dan pretty often now. Yeah. Masks change the game, too. People call me Austin all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like, whatever. If you're over, like, 40 years old and you call me Austin, I won't correct you. But if you're under, I'm kind of like, it's Ashton. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I'll correct people is if it's going to impact something down the road so if it's like yeah. food or coffee i'm like i don't even care what right. you call me as long as we're on, on the understanding yeah. of who you think i am yes. so i can get that thing yeah you know i paid for this okay it's mine Bye. yeah exactly <laughs> all right dane seriously thank you so much for coming on today's episode listeners if you want to connect with dane do so on instagram you can find him there at Dane Voorhees, D-A-N-E-V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S, two O's, two E's, Voorhees. Find a photo that you like and let him know that you think he's pretty rad and that you heard this podcast. If you're enjoying listening to these podcasts, thanks for listening. Like seriously, straight up. Thank you. If you want to let other people know what they're missing out on, leave a review. It really helps the podcast. I super appreciate it. And let me leave you with this. Creativity doesn't stay in the box. As soon as you realize it's in a box, you can take it out. So find ways that you add things to your community. Find ways to give back. Wake up every day and make your world better. And ultimately, stay creative. We'll see you next time.